This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz.
You are tuned into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, the accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on iHeartRadio. No maharamai, no mahukimai. Lady Edge, on your mic for your funky Friday, we have a flat out lineup for you on your show. We are exploring the ace umbrella identities, looking at what's happening for our kahukura whānau in Aotearoa and an understanding of polyamory. A full lineup of info and sharing for and about aspects that is us. Flat out, of course, we have also weekend events, what's hot and happening in Aotearoa and, of course, the beats peppered through there. Gotta have those busty beats to kickstart your frayay. Flat out Fano, that is our lineup. We'd love having you on board. A big flat out shout out to New Zealand on air. Without you, access radio stations like Free FM wouldn't be here. A big flat out shout out to Free FM. Without you, Flat Out Pride wouldn't be here. And last but not least, a big flat out shout out to you, you fabulous listeners, that tune in every Friday to hear what is hot and happening for us. Here in Aotearoa and across global waters, we do news, views and interviews for and about our flat out pride whānau. And that is us whānau, so let's get into the goodness. First up, LGBTQ&A, the ace umbrella. Now this interview is brought to you by Leora Sophie and their guest interviewee, J.C. Maxwell. Tune in, Fano. This is an interesting as quarter at all. We'll go then into a beat that is Queer Sounds, A Sexy, Proud to Be Me. Stay tuned. Back with the goodness very soon. What does it mean to be Ace, Grace, Demi, Aero? What's the difference between all these little, little, these little uh, different definitions that seem to kind of fall under the Ace umbrella, but how can you be one without the other or one and the other as well? You know, what are yeah. all those things? All right. Well, they all like ace is or asexual is is the big picture, the big the big umbrella um, where you fall into. And then you can have grace, which is gray sexual, demisexual. Um, and within those, you can then have the romantics. So you have aromantic, gray romantic, biromantic, panromantic, heteroromantic homoromantic, all of those. <laughs> you have a million of those. So the difference homo, between... Is yeah. homoromantic when you love homos? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> that would be correct, actually. <laughs> I guess, technically, when you are interested in a romantic partner of a similar yeah, gender. Yeah, yeah. Same or similar. Same or similar, yes. That's the difference for the sexual part of it and for the romantic part of it. For myself, I say I am heteroromantic asexual in that I am attracted romantically to the opposite or somebody who identifies as the opposite gender usually male and sexuality wise asexuals do not experience sexual attraction which for some people it's a weird thing to define it's a gray area of what that means for most asexuals what it means is that like you know when you see like 
a beautiful actor, very aesthetically pleasing actor or actress. You know, they're on my it's okay to cheat on my wife list. You know, and the, when couples have that really weird list, aces don't have that response. A one night stand is not at all possible, really, because you don't have that need for sexual intercourse with another person. There's no need for it. There can be sex positive or sex repulsed as well. So there are aces who will participate in it, but they don't crave it. They don't need it. If they want to please their partner, then they're sex positive. If they have no interest whatsoever, do not want to experience whatever, that's sex repulsed. How would that work in a relationship? I mean, let's say an ace person is with a sexual person and the ace person is not sex repulsed. Is that like okay for them? Or is it some kind of, you know, pressure manipulation? I don't know. I'm just being a devil's advocate here because I know that it's not. It's okay. The question that I see come up a lot, you know, isn't that kind of wrong? Am I not really ace then kind of thing? No. Um, well, like, well, you might be really ace, but like, is it wrong for you to do the sex part just for your partner, basically? I think it's necessarily wrong because it depends on the relationship. Mm -hmm. It depends on what if it's a healthy one. Right. Because <laughs> if that's the only thing and then your partner doesn't do necessarily things that you want to do, not necessarily like that, then it, it just depends on the relationship itself. Not necessarily a bad thing to do if it's something that you want to do. If you want to participate in it, fine. If it's against your will, obviously, no, it's not fine. You shouldn't yeah. feel afraid to talk with your partner about it either. That is a golden rule yeah. that I feel like the hats have a lot of trouble with sometimes yeah. and really could stand to learn from the LGBT community who really does this. So with that, you have the sex repulse, you have sex positive. With the like arrow, aromantics means they don't crave any romance. They don't necessarily want any hugs or kisses or anything like that. Not into it. It is possible to be aromantic, but not asexual as well. Just throwing that out there. I don't know much about it, but it's a thing. With grace and demis. So a demi, and this is something that I still kind of borderline am not sure for myself. Mm -hmm. But for demi-romantics, you have to establish a kind of bond with the person before you can experience sexual attraction. So you have to kind of like be friends first. So this is, demis are the heck no to the one night stand. They cannot do it. It does not work for them at all. And that's where I'm not sure yet for myself. That's my own thing. Cause like, But for demis, that's their full thing. And this is where demis really get pushed out of LGBT spaces, especially if you are demisexual who is heteroromantic. Mm. It's like, well, obviously you're just a het who's picky. And that's where I've had my own issues with it because I am asexual who is heteroromantic. And people are just like, well, obviously... You haven't met the one yet. Or you haven't done it. And it's so, so bad. So that's that. With gray sexuals, it's a gray area. It's yeah. kind of experiencing sexual attraction once in a while or for certain people doesn't necessarily mean that it's from a bond like Demi's. It could just happen, but it doesn't happen often enough. For I feel bad for a lot of grays because I think feel like they get to be the most confused with themselves because they're constantly questioning it based on what society has told them they're supposed to be. So I feel like gray sexuals, 
get one of the roughest paths under the asexual umbrella because they are yeah. always like, but I'm attracted to this person, but not right. these people here. Yeah. I really have an issue with people under ABC umbrella, whatever it is, umbrella, getting yeah. hate from inside the community. That's a real big thing. Basically, from anybody who is not the L or the G, we all experience it. Yeah. And what are you doing? If yeah. you're not a lesbian or gay, then you know, we all hear it for one reason or another. Bisexual people who show up with an opposite gender partner to pride or aces who are like, well, this is for sexual minorities. You know, this is for people who experience attraction in different ways and you guys don't experience attraction at all. And so therefore you don't belong here. Or trans people where it's like, your thing is actually a gender identity and not a sexuality. So like, why are you even here? And, you know, et cetera, intersex. I don't even know. People who are like, not sure. I don't know why there there is a lot of intercommunity hate and that is really upsetting because there is one experience that is universal to anyone under the rainbow mm-hmm. which is that we spend a lot of time not knowing who we are and not sure who to talk to about it yeah which is the main reason we need pride and representation and to hear adults talk about it and comprehensive sex education that covers all of these things. So if we could just not fight amongst ourselves, (laughs) you know, that would be nice. So I just wanted to throw that in there.
Rainbow you are tuned into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast are spearfreefm.org.nz, the accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on iHeartRadio. Tuia Ngario Otehapuri, bringing together the voices of our community. That is Free FM's tagline and Flat Out Pride absolutely supports that Kaupapa Kōrero. We are all about sharing our voices and getting our stories heard so that we can see see representation of ourselves and also to share our stories so that we have connectivity and shared commonality, our shared journeys and of course support. And that ultimately leads to our healing, growth and well-being. That's what it's about, Fano. That's how we do. Coming up on your show, we've got what's hot happening in Aotearoa. Next up, oh, sorry, eight signs. Poly- polyamory is for you. This is a really interesting kopapa kōrero. Now, I know a lot of our community members uh, feel as though polyamory is the right fit for them, and this uh, kōrero brought to you by Psych2Go, gives an an opportunity to explore what that means and to see where that sits for you, polyamory or monogamy, inside of who you are, and that's whether you identify as part of the rainbow kahukura whanau or not. So I wanted to bring that to you. Next up is what's happening in Aotearoa. And of course, we've got those beats peppered through there. That last sound that you heard, queer sounds asexy. Proud to be me. Love that jam. Love that beat. And love that we have our voices in song in terms of our various colours. Love, 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 and love that. All right, into the goodness. What's happening in Aotearoa? <laughs> 
Did you know, Fano? Our Pride Parade returns to Ponsonby Road this Feb, so this month. So the Auckland Rainbow Pride Parade is back on. So Saturday the 18th of Feb, with pre-parade celebrations kicking off at 5.30 and the parade beginning at 7.30pm sharp. Of course, it's bringing diversity, unity, respect, celebration, inclusion and loads of colour. So the co-chair Matt... Uh, Bagshaw says we're absolutely thrilled to be delivering the first motorised parade since 2018 and that comes down to our amazing financial supporters, parade participants and support from the community. A big shout out to Rainbow New Zealand Charitable Trust. That means, and their donation, their contribution allows 15 Rainbow groups to be supported with up to $200 to support any purchases towards the parade. And then an additional 2500 will support up to five of our Rainbow Whānau from outside Auckland, from accommodation to transport. So Whānau, if you're coming from out of town and you're making your float and you want to get your goodness up in there, the money is actually there to help. Did you know? So the event manager, Sean Woodcock, Tales Express, we called and our Rainbow Whānau and Business Diversity Groups answered. So shout out to Rainbow Westies, Auckland Rainbow Community Church, Tauranga Moana Pride, Bear New Zealand Oceana Pride, Aotearoa, Aha Kote Aha, Body Positive, Burnett Foundation Aotearoa, alongside Tower Insurance, Fonterra, Media Works, Fire and Emergency New Zealand, Kiwi Rao, Hato Hone Street, John and St and New Zealand Police, and that's just a few to name, Farno. So get your heels on, get your dancing heels on, and hit play on those sound systems. Now, if you wanted to, so just so you know, starting at Toll Street, the parade will travel south along Ponsonby Road towards um, or past Western Park, and then end up at the Crummer Hopetown Street intersection. Now, if you want to find out more about the parade to register your business or your group, then go to Rainbow Parade, all lowercase, all one word, dot NZ. And if you're wanting to be a parade partner, contact Sean Woodcock, 021-744-138, or by emailing parade at rainbowpride.org.nz. Flat out, whānau, we love that. Okay. What's up next happening in Aotearoa? Monkeypox vaccine, whānau. So while it has arrived in New Zealand, it is not yet approved for use. Right? Not yet. But what you can do is see if you can complete an assessment, which means we'll check to see if you're eligible for a monkeypox vaccine. So despite no vaccine being officially or available for us to use, and why that is, it's because MedSafe has to approve it. To be eligible to register for the monkeypox, you need to complete an assessment by your GP. So that is your first protocol. Go through them, and then they'll advise the steps from there. Okay? So FYI, New Zealand will be one of the last Western nations to roll out a vaccine for monkeypox, which has actually been available in Australia since July 2022. Not sure what it's about. It's a pretty unusual scenario. We're just waiting on that. So those are your steps to go and find out and check out if you are eligible. 
Oh, and did you know? So all back number 1056, Campbell Johnston, has made history by becoming the first all-black to come out as gay. So they are a prop. They played three matches for the All Blacks in 2005, also made over 70 caps for Canterbury and 38 for the Crusaders. So they came out publicly in an interview with Hilary Barry on Seven Sharp. And they explained how he wished he'd come out sooner, saying that the stigma and the pressure of not fitting the mould held him back from coming out sooner. He says, within myself, I was never comfortable with the whole concept, and my dream was to be an all-black. My view of an all-black was manly strong, possibly with a wife and kids, he added. So he did come out to his friends and family before the interview, and he did say it was important to come out publicly, saying that if I can be the first all-black that comes out as gay and take away the pressure and stigma surrounding the issue, it could actually help other people. So New Zealand Rugby has taken to social media to congratulate Johnston for coming out, saying aroha nui at campbelljohnston.nz. Your strength and visibility will pave the way for others in sport here in Aotearoa and around the world. Stunning. New Zealand Rugby has got your back, brother, and so do we. So do we. Going over now to Rainbow Tick. So Rainbow Tick had been launched at Auckland Pride in 2013, way back then. And they're celebrating actually 10 years of operating in uh, this month. Supported at the time by the Rainbow Community Groups up and down the country. So the program sought to improve the working lives of our Rainbow and Kahukura whānau across Aotearoa. And this article, which is brought to you by gayexpress.co.nz, explores as to whether the Rainbow Tick Kopapa has actually been successful. Now, a few people have said that while it has, at the moment it hasn't. Um, one person has said the biggest problem I think RT has, and others have said the same thing, is that it's actually not based in a queer organisation. So when they started way back, they were based at Affinity, which is now Kahui Tu Kaha. So essentially Rainbow Tick's parent company. So it was a really good base and the idea was that it would become an independent organisation or be based in another queer org. And it actually hasn't happened. So Express understands that RT has also lost some key clients such as BNZ and PwC. Both organisations that publicly commit to diversity, equity and inclusion within their organisations. So it's really surprising that they don't see value in the Rainbow Tick anymore. So apparently PwC has opted to go with the Pride Pledge instead. Mm-hmm. So according to uh, Express, Rainbow Tick has actually stopped publishing public reports. So measuring how well it has been working for our whānau within their workspaces... Uh, there's no evidence to know. There's no evidence to show. So actually, the origin of the creation of the Rainbow Tick actually lies in ADHB-funded research that was carried out in 2012. And it was related to the well-being and mental health needs of our Rainbow Fano. The RT Workplace Programme was designed... And, and what they like to call it, a stealth mental health program. So the Fukaro was, everyone has to go to work, right? So if they get the workplaces to signal that we as 
kahu kura rainbow are welcome to be ourselves and that we don't have to hide who we really are and our fellow employees understand us, then there's an overall gain in community well-being. It was actually never intended to be an HR compliance tick box thing, which the far no fear is actually what's happened. So go to express.co.nz. I can't give you the full blurb because we're running out of time. But have a look and make the judgment for yourself, Farno. Is that working for our Farno? Is that working for our people at the moment? And you judge for yourself. Quickly, in sports also, World Boxing Council to create transgender division. So what's happening there is the WBC, which is the World Boxing Council, one of the four major world boxing bodies, has announced that they plan to create a transgender division for male-to-female and female-to-male professional boxers. So the division is supposed to happen in 2013, so this year, and a call for interested athletes to come forward. So they're going to put out a global call for all those that want to to get into the division, they'll set up the protocols, start consultation, and most likely create a league and a tournament. So this is their quarter. It is time to do this, and we're doing this because of safety and inclusion. We have been the leaders in rules for women's boxing, so the dangers of a man fighting a woman will never happen because of what we are going to put in place. In boxing, a man fighting a woman must never be accepted regardless of gender change. There should be no grey area around this. We want to go into it with transparency and the correct decisions. Woman to man or man to woman, transgender change will never be allowed to fight a different gender by birth. So apparently they're setting a, um, creating a set of rules and structures so that transgender boxing can take place as they fully deserve to if they want to box. They don't know the numbers and they don't know, you know, the expression of interest yet. So they're advocating for a separate division um, because it's about the safety and apparently it's a breach of the human rights. Now, I'm on two minds of this. Where do you stand on this, Farno? Um, this quarter has come from gayexpress.co.nz. Go there and have a read and make your own judgment. What do you reckon? Is that working for our people or not? Anyhow, that is all I have time for, Farno. I have so much more that I wanted to share with you, but that's all I got time for. So we're going to go into a beat now. Jack Johnson, John Cruz, and friends. A little bit of love. That's all we need, eh, Farno? Just a little bit of love. Stay tuned. We're going to be back with you very soon.
cause I wouldn't have to be alone And it'd be nice to have some candlelight To light the fire in your heart at night A little bit of love is all that I need A little bit of love and no need to be greedy A little bit of love sign love these Kahukura Rainbow Fano. You are tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz via the accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Flat Out. Lady H on your mic for your funky Friday. Thank you for joining us on your Flat Out Pride Hour on your Free FM dial. That last bit there was a little bit of love. Jack Johnson, John Cruz and friends. Flat out far now, I just totally believe in that. We just need a little bit of love. With that comes compassion, support, healing and then more love. Coming up on your show, we've got what's hot and happening for your coming weekend in terms of events. And the next up, Eight Signs Polyamory is for you. Really interesting corridor exploring about what is polyamory, is it possibly for you, and or, or is monogamy for you. This is compliments of Psych to Go. Uh, then we'll go into a beat Stace Cadet and KLP, Alan Lutrix Edit Energy. Stay tuned. We live in a world where the idea of love is fed by a happily ever after. Our perception of what should and should not be is completely skewed by what we have learned in media. The typical pattern of intense passion and emotions, a conflict that makes us fight for that godforsaken love, and then the resolution of being together forever. We see any romantic or sexual interests outside of that relationship as immoral, and that we must constrain ourselves for this one love for the rest of our lives. But is there such a thing as your one and only love? Is it not possible to love more than one soul? This question has resulted in cheating, divorce, resentment, conflicts, and a lot of lying. 
Is monogamy the only way to be in a loving relationship? More and more people are finding healthy relationships inside consensual, non-monogamous relationships. In actuality, the cultures that only accept monogamous relationships are in the minority worldwide. According to a paper in the Journal of Evolutionary Biology, 83% of societies allow polygamy. At Psych2Go, we're bringing you the eight signs polyamory may be right for you. The first sign is that you have always felt limited and confined in conventional relationships. It's not the person you're with that's making you feel confined, it's the situation. Have you ever felt like you're no longer acting as an individual, but always thinking about being faithful to your partner? And you can't help but think, does this come from a place of love, freedom, and security? Or does it come from a place of ownership, jealousy, and fear? Sign number two is that you learn so much about yourself through others. Relationships are fun, yes, but they are also incredible opportunities to learn and explore different aspects of yourself. Each person is a universe, and both negative and positive experiences that we venture in with them are a journey to learning and growing individually as a person. If you are limited to only one relationship, there may be aspects of yourself you are neglecting. Sign number three is that you are the kind of person who feels energized by other people. Does diving into experiences with people outside of your primary relationship nurture, energize, and refresh you? Do you feel energized and refreshed after you have an innocent yet perhaps a little flirtatious coffee with someone from the opposite sex whilst in a relationship? This does not have to imply any physical engagement. An innocent lunch date is enough. In a polyamorous relationship, you are free to flirt, have fun, and share your experiences with other people in any way you desire. Sign four is that you like to constantly challenge yourself in order to grow. The most common reason for people rejecting an open relationship is jealousy. They would rather not deal with the intensity of jealous feelings they would get with the very imagination of their partner engaging with someone else. But what if polyamory will teach you to be less jealous and to love with complete freedom? Would this not be like taking an entire weight off of your shoulders? This experience, while still being a very difficult one, will teach you to love someone. Fear, jealousy, and possession are not things that come from a place of love. Consider it a love boot camp. Sign number five is that communication and honesty are very important things for you. You can't stand lying about anything. And let's be honest, most people feel safer not admitting to their partners that they may be interested in or attracted to someone else. They may also not feel safe about telling their partner about certain friendships for fear of jealousy. You are the kind of person who would rather be open about these difficult topics and feel safe in approaching them with your partner. You think it's best and healthier to tackle the situation and finding a compromise that makes you both happy. If there is something forbidden to us, we will only want it more. If we feel free to be with somebody else, then the initial excitement of that forbidden fruit is gone. Sign number six is that you don't like living life by society's rules and tend to question everything. You are not one to follow social constructs of what should and should not be. You often find yourself questioning these impositions made on us. Polyamory is instantly rejected by society and almost seen as a threat to normal relationships and normal family life. However, you prefer to live an experience for yourself before deciding your opinion on something, as opposed to following everybody else like a sheep. Sign number seven is that you trust your love and connection with this person more than anything. 
you don't think that seeing someone else could possibly take away from your love and devotion to your partner. If anything, it might even strengthen your appreciation for them. If the connection you have is authentic, then it is really hard for that to just go away with the introduction of someone new. Sometimes we just enjoy someone new in our lives, but that does not mean we want them to ever replace our partner. And finally, sign number eight is that you are aware that we can love more than one person and feel attracted to more than one person. If we learn to accept that one person cannot fulfill every desire that we have, then we will immediately resent our partner less and appreciate them more. If we decide to allow ourselves and our partners to fulfill things we can't through someone else, we are making them happy, and that, my friend, is love. Thank you for watching this video, and hopefully these signs helped you see if you'd potentially be open for a polyamorous relationship, or if you're more happy in a monogamous one.
You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, the accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Of course, and iHeartRadio. Flat Out. Lady H on your mic for your funky fry, yay. You're tuned into the station and the show that celebrates us, the Glit Fab Rainbow Fano. That's gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, takatapui, queer, questioning, fafafine, akaivine, asexual, androgynous, bi, and all the fabulousness in between, and of course outside of those scopes, because sometimes fluidity is where it's at. Boom. That last beat there was Stacey Cadet and KLP, the Ellen Lutrix edit. Energy. Cool, 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 cool. Glad you're back. And we are going into what's hot and happening in terms of events in Aotearoa this coming weekend. So today, Tiri Tiri Matangi, Bear NZ Week. That is Tiri Tiri Matangi Island. And it's open to everybody. Fano, they're meeting at the Explore Booking Kiosk in Viaduct Harbour at 8.30 to catch the 9am ferry to Tiritiri Matangi. Oh, that was early this morning. So hopefully you were able to get there. Clevedon Twilight Market is happening at the Clevedon Village Farmers Market. That's the AMP Showgrounds Monument Road. And that is open to all the whānau. Feast of fun, food, live music, 5 to 8 p.m. Board game night at Escapist NZ, and that is in Hamilton on Bryce Street, level 1, bar 36. Northwood Viking Festival. Ooh, stunning. That has been held at Northwood. I don't know where that is. And hopefully you'll get lots of fun out of that. Combat horse show, battle, Viking crafts, axe throwing, Viking village, archery. Learn about the Viking life, food stalls, all sorts. Go and have a fun weekend with them. That weekend is postponed fun. No awkwardoide hot springs. If you were able to get there, unfortunately it has been postponed. Now for your Saturday, Filipino street food party is hosted by the food Trip Limited, 77 Broadway Street in Matamata. Oh, yes, very nice. Food trucks in the gardens at the Botanic Gardens in Auckland, 102 Hill Road in Manurewa. Sappho is happening at Garnet Station, 85 Garnet Road in Auckland. So they've got Vertie George and her cowgirl, Cowgirl have been throwing gigs for the girls for years, providing a safe haven for women from 18 to 80 plus. There's nowhere else like Garnet Station. Go along, soak up the vibes, and have yourself some genuine lesbian lusciousness. Oh, that sounds inviting, doesn't it, Farno? We said day, Venga Boys are at Auckland Town Hall. Get in there, Farno. Tri Nations is on at Phoenix Cabaret. Level 1258 Karangahapu Road. Get your tickets from iticket.co.nz. So, Urge Events, Bear New Zealand and Burnett Foundation present the big dance party of Bear NZ Week. Yes. For your Sunday dinner in the park, that's happening at Matua Park, Levis Road in Tauranga Moana. Hopefully, that weather stays nice for you out there, Farno. And here in 
Hamilton Rainbow Lounge returns. That is at Navarra Lounge, basement 266 in Victoria Street, whānau. It's the monthly gathering for Kirikiriroa Rainbow Community. Good company, good times. Fat Boy Slim is at Taupo Riverside Park. Summer Gear Up, this is the Bear Week Kaupapa, 262 uh, K Road at G-A-Y. That sounds nice. Soak in sounds at the Mount Hot Pools. Um, and that's for, for your Sunday dinner. Or Waitangi is happening on Monday whanau. Down in Wellington at Waitangi Park. And I'm sure there'll be masses of events for Waitangi because that is, in fact, Monday. Yes, summer night markets on Thursday for next week, and that's what's hot and happening in Aotearoa. That's the most of what I have at this moment in time. Thank you for joining us, Fano, for your show this week. Hope you've enjoyed the content, the corridor, and hope it's expanded your consciousness and enlightened you in terms of your journey or to understand our other. Whānau, uh, the other colours in our rainbow and their journeys. Um, knowledge and enlightenment, learning, growth, health, wealth and well-being. That's what I wish for us all and I wish for you. Thanks for tuning in Farno. I'm going to leave you with a beat, Dick Johnson remix featuring N.U. Takeover. Just a busty beat to get you started into your Friday and roll you into your long weekend. Be safe out there, whānau. The weather is treacherous here in Aotearoa. I hope it's nice for everyone else around the globe. Also, be safe on the streets and in the sheets. Condoms and lube are your safest form of protection. Be also safe, whānau. COVID is still very rampant out there. Take care of yourself, your whānau, uh, all your loved ones. Modi ora. Aotearoa We'll see you next week.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.